Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Okay, we've been talking about this a lot. The hype over a possibility of having a four day work week here in Singapore. We also spoke recently to the founder of the four-day week global, Mr. Andrew Barnes, about a trial or how we can attempt to do that here in Singapore. But a survey by American software company Qualtrics carried out in May just this year includes uh, about over a thousand respondents, 18 years old and older, fully or part-time employed across a range of industries here in Singapore. And they found that two-thirds, that is 64% of full-time employees prefer flexibility over a shorter work week. They might have interviewed me because I do prefer flexibility as well over a shorter work week. Now, let's find out more about this survey and why this matters to all of us. Lauren Huntington is the Employee Experience Solutions Strategist for Southeast Asia at Qualtrics joining us here tonight. Good evening, Lauren. Evening, Timothy. Uh, Good to be here. All right, Lauren, let's uh, look at this survey closer. It says here that most employees, 78% uh, of those you've surveyed anyway, fear that a shortened work week would mean eventually longer working hours. Let's dive deeper here because customers will be frustrated, they say. Company performance will also suffer, they believe. Why do you think employees feel this way? So I, I totally agree with you, Timothy. You know, this is an, a very exciting and, and topical um, discussion point for us here at Qualtrics. Um, and I think what the, these findings are showing us is that while employees um, are thinking this through, they're thinking through both the pros and cons of some of this. Um, so what's really interesting about this finding is that there's this much stronger preference for flexibility versus the, the shorter work week. And we think that this is likely because people have become quite accustomed to flexibility during Mm -hmm. the pandemic, um, and they want to retain some of the value that they find in that. Um, But at the same time, they're also mindful of, you know, what the knock-on effects of that will be. Um, So they want to make sure that they can meet their needs and expectations while also driving the kind of business outcomes um, that that will be important as well. Uh, Lauren, I think it's very important for us to define what flexibility means in this environment that we're living in, because for some, flexibility means a shorter work week. When you're talking about employees preferring more flexibility, what exactly do they mean? Sure. I mean, I think what we've seen is flexibility means very different things. uh, To different different people, right? Um, And from the study itself, we saw that around a third of people felt that that was the flexibility to control their own hours. Ah. Um, around 26% of people said it was working from any location and around 19% of people said it would be choosing the, the days that they work. Um, and now why this is interesting is it, it helps us understand that there's probably not going to be a one-size-fits-all solution um, when it comes to these work schedules, which is why it's important that we're really proactive in understanding what people want um, and try and deliver a solution that, that will really meet a variety of different needs that are emerging um, in the workforce at present. Okay, now I'm coming to you as an employer, as I am an employer as well. When somebody comes up to me and say, I want to do remote working or I'm going to be somewhere, but I can still work. You know, what I would say is that as long as you can do your work without disrupting anyone else in the workplace, it's fine. But 
for many, they don't come to you with a solution. How do we deal with this? How can employers deal with staff who want to have a flexible working arrangement, but, you know, maybe their job scope uh, doesn't allow them to do so or that they may not be capable of doing so? Mm, Absolutely. It certainly is a challenge. And I think part of it is we need to think more about why are people asking for this type of flexibility? Um, What is the problem that they're trying to solve for? Um, And in a lot of the surveys that we've conducted, we've seen that some of the top reasons cited for people requesting to either work remotely more often um, or for four-day work weeks is that they believe it's going to have a positive impact on their work-life balance Mm -hmm. and positive impact on their their mental health and well-being. Um, So if we think about, you know, what what is the problem we're solving for and that's well-being, well, that's with some of a number of different parts. It's going to be about culture, about ways of working, um, around tailored initiatives, manager effectiveness, and, and many more things. Um, So what we strongly encourage at Qualtrics is to have far more regular engagements with your employees to really identify what are those drivers of well-being Mm -hmm. so that we act accordingly. Um, And an example of this would be one of our local customers here in Singapore um, that captures feedback at sort of multiple touch points across the employee journey and particularly around er every well-being program they rolled out. Um, So they ask things like, is this useful? What issues did you face and, and how this can be better? Um, and then connect that with, with, with information they have around other experiences to make sure that they're, they're sort of they're solving that problem of well-being in a far more holistic manner. Okay, it is great to see that uh, from your survey, at least the employees that were surveyed were also concerned about customer service and company performance mm-hmm. in all of this. Now, as an employee, how should one approach their boss when they want to request uh, a flexible working arrangement. I mean, I've already mentioned for me, I apply the same thing when I approach my boss for remote working. I came up with a solution. This is what I can do while I'm away if you let me work while I'm away. So other than this, how else can employees approach their bosses if this is what they want to do? Well, from a Qualtrics perspective, we feel that there's there's quite a responsibility on employers um, to actually be actively eliciting this feedback mm-hmm. from their, um, from their employers or employees versus waiting for employees to come with a solution. Um, so that can be done through sort of a variety of, of different types of feedback channels. Um, and as an employee, I think that your responsibility is to be able to voice up. Um, your true sentiment in terms of what's working for you, what's not, um, and giving that feedback regularly. And over 90% of people say that, you know, they are very happy to give feedback and very happy to do that regularly, as long as they're seeing that their employers are taking action on the basis of that feedback. Um, So I think it's important not just to have the conversation, but that people feel that those conversations result in real changes in their workplace. Um, I think that's going to be a big differentiator for those employers that are are far more attractive in today's world of work um, and those that are going to lose some critical talent in the time to come. Okay, we, of course, as employers, do look after the well-being of our employees, but what about the outcome of the work that they're doing? Shouldn't that be also a big factor in determining who deserves to have a more flexible working arrangement? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we, we don't want to see well-being and performance as, as mutually exclusive. Um, there is a lot of evidence to suggest that, you know, in this new age of knowledge work, mm-hmm. um, actually taking care of employees' well-being, making sure that they have some purposeful breaks and spaces to innovate might actually increase their productivity overall. 
Um, I think we also need to think differently about how we measure that productivity now that people are potentially working more remotely or, or working in, in different sort of work schedules. Um, so we need to think about not just what employees are doing, but mm. also how they're achieving those outcomes. Okay. Um, so if we're looking at something like sales targets, we should also be looking at um, what types of behaviors they're putting forward. So are they using a customer-centric mindset? Are they mm. um, acting as a team player? Um, so there's quite a lot that we sort of need to think about in terms of how we think about performance differently, how we measure it differently, mm-hmm. um, and how we don't see it as something that is in contradiction to well-being. I'm talking to Lauren Huntington, Employee Experience Solution Strategist at Qualtrics, about a recent survey they, uh, they, they did here in Singapore of over 1,000 employees they talked to. Now, uh, Lauren, according to your survey, a majority of employees have a preference for flexibility if they're given a choice. Um, However, 87% of respondents are also open to supporting implementing a four-day work week. What do you think they want from this? Can this be done? Because on one part, they think that, you know, they would, customers and companies would suffer if it's a shortened work week. But on the other hand, they can be open to this as well. Absolutely. I think what we're seeing in in the research is that employees are open to this so long as their, their concerns are taken into account um, and they're going to be able to continue to, to voice that feedback mm. um, as we experiment with some of these different types of models. Um, I think that the big lesson that we've, we've taken away from the research as well is that you know, a one-size-fits-all approach is, is very unlikely to, to work. Um, so potentially we need to think very carefully about the needs of different talent segments um, and the impact that something like a four-day work week would have on them when we're designing these programs. So one of the things that we've often talked about with experts or experts have told us about is to measure uh, employees' performance by the result of the work mm-hmm. that they're doing. Is this a good way of doing this? Will this improve uh, efficiency and productivity overall for both uh, the company and employee well-being? Mm-hmm. I think far before we were having conversations about the four-day work week, there was a big um, discussion within the world of performance management specialists around moving from time-based measurements of performance to to outcomes-based measurements. Um, That is not um, a a sort of a science and an art that's been 100% effective um, because we also know that there's some subjectivity that potentially um, comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can think there about you know, carefully designing goals um, that, um, in, that we can measure employees against and thinking, as I said earlier, not just about what they've achieved, but also how they've gone about it. Um, so bringing in additional sources of data, so things like 360s or multi-rater assessments. So we're getting a balanced perspective um, on, the, on the performance of that individual and not just relying solely on the, the manager's view of their performance. Um, which might have some inherent bias attached to it. Very interesting to see how this will all work out for us in a new normal with a new working environment. Uh, Lauren, thank you very much for joining us today. Lauren Huntington is Employee Experience Solutions Strategist for Southeast Asia at Qualtrics. You're listening to us here on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.